Welcome to St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. In today's homily, we learn once again the value of accepting the Lord's discipline in all humility. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you. At that time... Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands upon her, and immediately she was made straight, and she praised God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for eighteen years, be loosed from this bond, on the Sabbath day. As he said this, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Joyous feast. In the event, in the encounter that occurs today within the gospel. We see how the benefit of humility and of receiving a rebuke from the Lord could lead to nothing less than resurrection from the dead. But it's not clear we don't know, and actually we have to assume that the ruler of the synagogue doesn't hear. 
and that he continues to go on his way thinking that he is upholding the law, that he is upholding the word of God by his behavior. Just before this event in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, the Lord tells a parable. He says, A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. He came to look for fruit on it, but found nothing. He said to the vine dresser, Behold, I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree for three years and found none. Cut it down. Why does it waste the soil? The gardener answered, Lord, let it be for this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit, fine. But if not, after that you can cut it down. The Lord goes to the synagogue today. In the book of Isaiah, you hear how the Lord speaks of the people of Israel, of this gathering. And he says, the people of Israel are my vineyard. So the Lord goes to the synagogue today and expects to find fruit. Like what St. Paul describes in his letter to the Galatians, he expects to find love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control. He expects to find all of these things. But what he finds in the ruler of the synagogue is someone equivalent to our modern-day bureaucrats. Somebody who rules from the desk, and it's interested in everybody making sure that everything is neat and tidy to the extent that he's lost love for his neighbor. He's so concerned with tradition, he's so concerned with following the rules that he is unable to love his neighbor. How is that demonstrated? The Lord gives an example, and this is why he calls him a hypocrite. He says, because according to your tradition and your rule following, you will allow yourself to untie an ox on the Sabbath and go out to drink water. You won't even let the ox be thirsty for a day in order to follow the rules. But this woman has been bound for 18 years and she comes to be set free, and you tell her, wait. Just one more day. It's been 18 years already. What's the big deal? Can't you follow the rules? And so you see that this ruler of the synagogue has lost love for his neighbor because he loves the written word of the law and the tradition. He has made them, he has divorced them from one another. 
And so the Lord comes into the synagogue and he finds this man without fruit. But then what does the Lord do? You remember from the scriptures that the Lord disciplines those whom he loves. And, I've been, and I encourage you as well, if you, if you have time, read through the book of Isaiah during this time as we're preparing for the nativity of Christ. Consider the prophecies about his birth and about his advent into the world. But in the book of Isaiah, what you find is the living, personal God who loves his people, and yet his people constantly turn away from him and fail to bear any fruit. And so what the prophets do is they threaten. In order that Israel might wake up. Not so that they would be thrown away. Not so that anyone would be thrown away or cut off. But so that God's mercy might be shown. So that they would repent. St. John of the Ladder speaks about how insults and that kind of sharp slap in the face could become, he said, we ought to view these as like fertilizer for our soul that could grant us some genuine humility if we were willing to receive it. And so when the Lord says to the ruler of the synagogue today, you hypocrites, when he calls him out and says, you're play acting at thinking that you're obeying the tradition and the law. You're playing. None of this is real. This is a game to you. This is some sort of attempt where you want to have control over the crowds of people here. Where is the humility? Where is the love? Where is the peace? Where is the joy? And so when he says this to him and calls him out and catches him, The ruler of the synagogue has the opportunity to be set free himself. Just as this woman was bound for 18 years by her infirmity and could not stand up straight, the ruler of the synagogue, although he appears to stand up straight, is bound by his lack of genuine participation and life in the law. And so the Lord gives him the opportunity as well, as he gave to this woman today, to be set free. But now will he take it? And that's something for us to consider as well. We hear the words of the gospel repeated again and again and again. And the church in its wisdom, really, by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, has given us a lectionary kind of an, an order of readings during the year that give us a view to the entire path to salvation, the Sunday readings. We pay attention to them. And they're repeated every year. 
So we hear them again and again. We have to be willing to take the words that are said, not just the ones that make us feel good. And there's a lot of words like that. But the Lord says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's one of my favorite verses, probably, in all of the scriptures. It's when the Lord says, Come to me, if you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. We have to hear that. But we also have to be willing to hear when he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. We have to be willing to hear that. We have to be willing to take that manure that gets dumped on our head and, say, and says, you know, this is what is fitting for you. You stink. And hear it and, allow, and, and, and genuinely humble ourselves before the Lord and repent. For instance, today we read from Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit. Just before he enumerates the fruits of the Spirit, St. Paul enumerates the works of the flesh. He says, what are they? They are obvious. Everybody can see them. They are adultery, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, idolatry, the practice of magic, hatred, strife, selfish ambitions, outbursts of anger, rivalries, divisions, heresies, envies, murders, excess drinking, orgies, and similar things. About these I warn you, as I have done in the past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now most of us, when we read that list, we would think, well, I'm not a murderer. But we have to remember, what does the Lord say in the Gospels? If you hate your brother, it's like you've killed him. When you hear about adultery, remember that the Lord says, if anyone looks at a woman to lust after her, he has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And there are others within this list that I think we quite easily recognize in ourselves, not just in a allegorical way, but in actual fact. Selfish ambition, outbursts of anger, rivalries, divisions, heresies, envies, excess drinking. These are much easier to actually see within ourselves, quite literally. You don't even have to think, well, well, I know how to hit sort of spiritually, but I don't actually do that. We could actually say, well, we do all these things. We really do. And so when we hear St. Paul say that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, and what does it mean to make something your practice? It means that you make this your habit. So that, so for instance, with divisions 
and envy. Everywhere we go, we're envious and divisive. The conversations that we have with people, as soon as we start to have them, we start to talk about things that break down our communion with that person, or we're trying to get that person in league with us so that we can break down communion with other people and kind of have them cut off. So we participate in all of these things. And if they are our practice, not something that we happen to fall into because of our weakness, but because if we make them our habit and don't do anything, St. Paul says, will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. You can't enter it in that state. And so when we hear a passage like this, which is very different from the passage where the Lord says, Come to me, all you who weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's so comforting. This one is sharp, and it cuts. I remember my godmother, she painted an icon of St. Peter and St. Paul because a lot of Paul's letters are pretty harsh. They kind of cut. And so she, she actually made his robes like really sharp and kind of jagged looking in the icon. It was subtle, but if you look, there was a difference between his robes and Peter's robes. <laughs> he's, more, he's more cutting and biting with his words. But so when we hear something like this, we can't just throw it out and say, well, I don't want to hear that. It makes me uncomfortable. It's like, no, we have to meditate on it. Really take it within. And this will help us when we come to confession and to other things to, to be really genuine and open and honest and to actually see the things that are within us that need changing, that need repentance, things that we need to cry out to God for, for help. And so, in all of this, in taking these harsh words upon ourselves, the word hypocrite, in taking these things upon ourselves, we can find freedom in the Lord who lifts up the humble. And within the Gospel of Luke, you remember how Mary sings at the beginning of the gospel that the Lord has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. We see that happening in this event in the life of Christ today where the ruler of the synagogue is being brought down and the person of low degree is being raised up. But why? So that both of them might be saved. if the ruler of the synagogue is willing to accept it. And so may we be willing. Amen. Thank you for joining us at St. George Orthodox Church Homilies and Reflections. Please be sure to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends.